The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Well, let's give them something to listen to here then. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and civil defense. Nice. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we've got some tech news to process and a discussion on how you, the average citizen... Me? Yes, you and everyone else out there can report misinformation online ahead of the U.S. midterms and other elections Uh, around the world. Here we go. I got my pencil. There you go. But first, some news News. or perhaps a Kaiser moment. Do you have a Kaiser moment to share? Uh, No, not really. But you know what? I got to say two things. Two things. I got to say two things. First off, completely underwhelmed by the iPhone announcement. Uh I don't think I've been excited for an Apple announcement or an Apple shindig for at least two, three years, maybe. Yeah, well, the yeah, they said I was based, even though the the they don't have the designation, it feels like an S year, you know, yeah. that kind of yeah, like yeah. halfway upgrade. And I think the fact that the stuff sort of leaked before the official announcement, you kind of like, yeah, I made my mind up already. Yeah, I, I maybe, and the prices. But, yeah, but you know what? It's like for me, I've been saying it all along. They're not innovating anymore. Apple's not yeah. making stuff. They plateaued. They have. Definitely plateaued, and it's been years now. Yeah, okay, they're a trillion-dollar company, but, you know, it's the iPhone that's keeping them alive. They've done nothing on the computer side. They've done nothing on the iPad side. They're just making it bigger, then smaller, then this. I mean, the the speaker, was that the last thing that they came out with? Oh, the HomePod, yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. Ah, you know, underwhelmed, completely underwhelmed. Okay, so that was one thing on your mind. Secondly, y'all got to watch Lost in Space. Lost in Space. This is the Netflix reboot. Netflix reboot of Lost in Space. Yeah, you know what? When you think about it, you know, ah, Danger, Will Robinson. You know, you remember. It was a little kitschy back then. It was very kitschy back then, but this is definitely not. It is a family show, first off. Yeah. So you can watch. I'm watching this with the entire family, which is a lovely bonus. Yeah. Because there are very few TV shows that I can watch with the entire family, and all of us are into it, completely into it. But it's got action. It's got suspense. It's not a shoot 'em up. There's really no violence. It's an anti-gun thing at some point. Because it doesn't know. veer into the more mature themes that no. say the Battlestar Galactica reboot did. Absolutely uh, not. Absolutely not. It get, but it doesn't pander to your the audience. Doesn't talk down to the audience. They don't dumb it down. You know, it's an action show. It's it's Swiss Family Robinson in outer space, which is exactly what it always was. Fun for the whole family. Fun for the whole family. Check it out. I really enjoyed it. I mean. Really, really, really enjoyed it. Kaiser Park, stamp of approval. Kaiser stamp of approval. Parker Posey plays Dr. Smith. But of course, there's a twist to the whole thing. Just watch the thing. It's fun. Watch it with your family. It's TVPG for gosh sakes. You got to love that. And did you want to mention that some of our listeners can find us on Spotify now? I do want to mention. Actually, you already did, but I'll mention it again. <laughs> yes. Well, you mentioned official. You've got the announcer voice. I got the Listen. If you want to catch the show on multiple platforms, if you don't just go to, you know, Apple Podcasts, you got other options. You got Stitcher, you got iHeartRadio very soon. You got Stitcher. There are a lot of other platforms. You got the Android Podcast app Android Podcast, Google Podcasts. We're all out there, but now we're on Spotify, which I think is really cool. Yeah, we're, Personally, on, we're I think, in the Cool Kids Club. Yeah, we're in the Cool Kids Club now. Spotify. Check us out on Spotify. Stream us. I think there's 20 or 30 episodes on there. Gosh, I've lost count of how many episodes. We're up to 287 now. This is 287. So yeah, the only place to actually find our old episodes, by the way, if you're interested in listening, is on our website at poptechjam.com. 
Yes, where we go all the way back to the beginning in yes, May 2012. Indeed. Yes, indeed. May 2012. Wow. It's been a while. It We've been, been talking for a long time. We sure have. My voice is getting a little tired. I know. Well, yeah, and you don't even have anything to sip no, here. No, I don't. All I right. Don't. Well, 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 let us get some news so you can rest your throat. News. Um, and let's start off with what you've already sort of alluded to, the mm-hmm. Apple uh, hogging up all the media oxygen earlier in the month with the annual iPhone announcement. Yes. This year brings the move away from numbered models into the era of the 10, even though they're mm-hmm. writing it as X. Yeah. The iPhone XS, the uh, XS Max, uh, which had the big screens and the big price tag starting at $999 and $1099. That's in uh, that's thousands base of dollars, too. yes. Right. And then we've got one that's uh, slightly downgraded from that. Uh, isn't that what the XR or whatever? That's got slightly more modest specs, but but more affordable for the, the budget types. That one's like $749. I would probably get that one. Yeah, so, so they're but they're going with all of the big glorious screens and, and really big screens. The, the iPhone XS Max sports a 6.5 inch screen, which is Apple's largest one to date. Totally phablet territory. Oh yeah. The XS comes uh, in at 5.8 inches, which I think used to be the the high end for the one they called the Plus models. Right. And the usual, you know, better cameras and processors. The usual bumps you get when you uh, move up uh, in, in the annual iPhone derby here iOS 12, which we discussed on the last show, also arrived, meaning the iOS uh, 12.1 beta is rolling out. And code diggers poking around there have already found uh, hints that future versions of it will support syncing of Memoji characters over iCloud. And there might be a new iPad Pro with a true depth camera array on the way this fall because they looked in the little lines of code and Mm -hmm. saw there was a call out to an iPad fall 2018. So. Perhaps the September event was not the only thing that they will be announced. They, they, and they've done this before. Yeah, they've they've well, done sure. iPads in October. Oh, by the way, for the holiday shopping season. But I can't stop my excitement. I know you were just... Of the Memoji. Yeah. Specifically. You you just can't sit still over there. Oh, yeah. Whew. Yes. It's like, grab the reins. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. But the one thing that did sort of move the media needle, uh, I think, I mean, some people are like, oh, I hate big phones. Well, actually, these aren't too bad. Right. But the thing that people maybe focused on more at this event was the Apple Watch, which we have made fun of in the past, just yes, for we have. the why. But the um, Series 4 of it, uh, they have actually crammed in more stuff that makes it be very much like a all-time sensor. You know, it had already done like the fitness tracking right. and, and you could get the cellular one if you want the calls and you right, get your messages right. and right. and... Each year, they've been adding a little bit more into that to make it more like a stylish health monitor that you want to wear all the time. So the Series 4 line has uh, the revamped hardware, including a new accelerometer and gyroscope, which are able to detect hard falls. So, And there's also an electrical heart rate sensor in there that can take an electrocardiogram. Wow. So So I wouldn't have to go to the doctor. Well, you'd probably want to go to the doctor, but, but, you know. So you do one of these, like. Oh, I think I'm having a heart attack. Let me check. Yeah, well, well, they're they're saying that it can help, you know, with maintain uh, if you have certain health conditions, like say you've got hypertension or mm-hmm. diabetes, mm-hmm. it can help schedule uh, even when you have to like take your your um, insulin or whatever, right. or when you need to do something, you got to move around to to help your blood pressure. So it's actually turning into like this this little sort of doctor thing on your wrist here, electrocardiogram included. Nice. Well, maybe the next version that had like those paddles. Where oh, where you can just fib yourself? Yes, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I can't help but think of the Simpsons character, the, the perpetually drunk guy. Oh, like, yeah, Barney. Oh, my heart stopped. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. It's, you know. It's- yeah. 
Oh, we can we can find reference to anything oh, in the of world course. of Simpsons. Simpsons, please. But yeah, well, I, I'm wondering, will Series Five have like a hologram doctor that comes out of the thing, like the doctor <laughs> on uh, Voyager or whatever, yes. and, and just beam in and, oh, and that would be so give awesome. you your medical advice? So awesome! That, I might actually buy. Uh, I would probably an buy Apple that. Watch Absolutely. if you could get that. Yes. Okay, so so they've crammed all this health stuff uh, even more so into the Apple Watch, <laughs> and and the prices, you know, they start at three ninety nine, so. Still a little bit of a investment there. Well, can I still get at the concierge service where if I go in to oh, get for my the ten thousand? Yeah. I, I don't know if they're still doing that in the no? the higher end Apple stores. I, I oh, never too bad. followed through on it because before now I've never. I mean, this is the only version of the Apple Watch that has remotely even raised an eyebrow, and then yeah. I'm like, eh, yeah. four hundred bucks, and I don't wear watches, so mm. you know, if it's four hundred bucks and you have to remember to put it on every morning to get some use out of it. You know, I don't know if I want to retrain myself. Yeah, I don't think I want to, no. But but, but good on the people who want this sort of thing. Absolutely. They want uh, precise fitness tracking. They want to be able to really monitor their physical lives uh, through this wrist piece. Listen, Yay for folks, you. You do you. Yes. Okay? You do you. And if there's anyone out there that knows if they're still doing the concierge thing, let us know. Yeah, or if you even crashed it and tried it. and then Yeah, if you tried it, let us know how it is. So, so, so that's uh, what's going on with Apple Watch. Uh, Fitbit, which, I know them. Yes, uh, which I think got more of a, a lead on the whole uh, fitness tracking they thing sure before the smartwatches came rolling into town. Got a drawer full of them at home. Really? They oh, yeah. Either y- your Fitbit bit the dust or you just got bored with them. And, I pretty much got bored with them. Yeah. It's like it's one of those deals where it's like, oh, it stopped. I need to recharge it. Yeah. And then I never put it back on. So it's not laying there in the drawer. You haven't moved in a while, um, in two years. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I'm sure there's a couple of them yeah. that are still clinging to some life. Yeah, they're like, you know, the, the yeah. Mars rover up there oh, still yeah. sending these feeble signals out. Bing. Yeah, so, so so while Apple Watch Series 4 uh, was getting attention as a health monitor now as well as the timepiece of fitness tracker, Fitbit mm-hmm. doing more than just counting steps. The company recently announced its Fitbit Plus app and Fitbit Care platform that links up health plans, employers, and health systems to uh, combine fitness and health coaching and virtual care. More than 5 million Humana members will have potential access to use Fitbit health coaching and what they call wellness solutions uh-huh. through a, a range of different wellness programs you can enroll in. The Humana Employee Assistance Program is also hooked into this. So in addition to the usual step counting and fitness monitoring, uh, they may be able to, to also help you uh, manage conditions if you've got some long-term issues there. Interesting. Yeah, so, so Fitbit not, not sitting back. No, they're, they're in there swinging. Yes, moving on to a security note. Uh, British Airways was not the only major site to get hacked and suffer a data breach oh, these no, past few months. Oh, no, they weren't, no. Computer parts retailer Newegg was also compromised in August by the Magecart hacker operation that specializes in infiltrating legitimate websites and digitally skimming credit card information. Oopsie. Yeah, they, they had a little operation going there on Newegg. So if you bought anything from the Newegg site between August 14th and September 18th, check your credit card statements, see if you got an email from the company about a potential breach. Yeah. Just, you know, keep an eye on your finances just, there. Yeah, just check it out. I haven't used Newegg in a long time. I bought a replacement hard drive from them many years ago, but it, it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. Now would be the safest time to probably buy yeah, something Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they have shored up their defenses. Oh, yes, I'm sure they have. Yes. Now, uh, 911 calls on mobile phones can be problematic because location systems don't always work properly. This has been an ongoing thing, and they're trying to get E911. That's but true. If someone's indoors, you know, it can sometimes screw up the GPS tracking. Mm-hmm. So people have been trying to figure out how to 
make this work because there are a ton of people on mobile. Landlines are going away and you need to be able to provide emergency services to people on mobiles. But here comes Google trying to solve this problem. Here comes Google. Yes. The company just announced an upgraded emergency location services feature for Android phones, including those with T-Mobile. If you're on T-Mobile's network and make a call to 911, your Android phone can send your location to the emergency center to help first responders locate you quickly. So they're adding a little extra oomph here beyond just the static or the the existing system to help locate you. Cool. So yeah, Google going for there. That's Um, helpful. GoPro's Hero 7 Black is taking a stab at the queasiness one sometimes gets from watching clips shot on action and helmet cams. The new Hero 7 line of cameras is split into white, silver, and the aforementioned black variant. And they go on sale September 27th for $199, $299, and $399, respectively. As you may imagine, the higher the price, the more stuff you get oh, in this course. camera. And the black uh, is the high end there. Offers 4K video capture up to 60 frames per second. Super slow motion. And a whole bunch of new features like live streaming, hyperlapse, time-lapse mode, and dramatically improved digital image stabilization. Because that's the one thing that gets me when I'm watching somebody's GoPro is like, I'm getting motion sickness. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Gotta look away. I'm going to heorg in about two seconds if I keep watching. But uh, I guess they're they're really figuring out ways to uh, calm this video down and go for the smooth uh, replay. That smooth GoPro uh, goodness. Yes. Twitter is also changing things up a bit. The bird-themed microblogging service plans to let users switch between seeing their feeds in a curated collection gathered for interest by an algorithm to a purely chronological stream of posts. Wow, that's really, uh, I don't know, a Let them see what actually happened in real time. What a crazy idea. Yes, you know what? You don't want the curated version where we show you what you missed or random posts of people you might be interested in or just the same old fights over and over again. Just yeah. crazy. So you're going to be able to switch. It's like, I just want to see what happened, and I don't care who said it. I just want to know when it happened. Guess so. what I'm going to do? Are, are you going to go chrono? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go chrono. Yeah, go chrono. You want the TikTok. That's I do. It's the whole point. Yeah. So uh, expect that update in a few weeks as, as Twitter begins to roll this out. Chrono. Chrono. Yes. We like time as it happens. Yes. In the not good news for Wawa and 7-Eleven department, uh, Bloomberg reports and Amazon's thinking about opening up 3,000 of its cashierless stores by 2021. Oh, you know those ones they kept testing where yeah. you take something off the shelf and it senses it and you know, it bills you as you walk right. out. and they didn't really get the hang of it. Yeah, you had to wear a Pikachu outfit yeah, for a while. Yeah, exactly. it was a long time in development and right. they were really testing this thing out in Seattle. But I think they, they've got it and they own Whole Foods now, so yes. they've got uh, food supply there. Early reports of this, Amazon declined to comment, but here we are. Hey, you know what? Wawa's got nothing to worry about. Because they got great coffee and they make sandwiches. Oh yeah. So if if the, if the Amazon, the sizzlies, oh yeah, yeah. If Amazon can make a sandwich for me and a nice cup of coffee, and I just walk in and grab it, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, well, Wawa too. Depending on which Wawa you're in, the excellent coffee, mm-hmm. the tasty cakes. If you're in the Pennsylvania tasty area, cake. And the sizzlies, the little sandwiches. That's right. And and just the, the touchscreen hoagie maker. I mean, what more do you need? You can't. You, you don't need anything else. Amazon, yeah. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. you, you might be in over your heads here. Yeah, now now I got to have a Wawa. Yes. Um, but anyway, back, back to Amazon, though. Okay. Uh, while we contemplate our hunger. Of course. Um, the company announced several new products related to smart home and Alexa lifestyle uh, type things you may want to do. We'll have a list of the announcements uh, over on our show page. But there's one that may get El Kaiser's attention. Uh-oh. 
The Echo Sub subwoofer is said to house a 6-inch down-firing woofer that can be paired wirelessly with one or two Echo devices to bring on the bass. Oh, okay. So let me get this straight. There's a, a tiny 6-inch subwoofer that I can connect to my monophonic Echo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. and then, you know... Get that great... Deep sound. Deep sound. Well, well, why, well, why, well they're working why? these into all the other smart home stuff, so I think that may actually hook up with a, a legitimate set of, of stereo speakers. That's how I listen to it anyway. I put it through the uh, app, yeah. uh, through the Fuego TV. Yeah, but but you you being an audio-type person, I'm sure you probably have allegiances to tried-and-true speaker products and you know ironically no i don't really? i just i mean you don't I, like it's got to be you know teak or no, whatever no no you know i'm i'm firmly in the camp if it sounds good to you buy it period no. same thing with my headphones if they sound good to you buy them there's no brand real agnostic science. yeah there's no real science to this stuff yeah if you know uh, the the difficulty of course now is that you got to test this stuff I would not buy this thing without being able to listen to it. Do they have showrooms still where you can go and listen to stuff? Not many. I mean, maybe maybe Best Buy has a Magnolia or maybe some high-end stores, but it's very difficult to listen to stuff. Plus, the idea of all you're getting is extra rumble yeah. added to this. I mean, there's real no there's no real necessity to have a subwoofer on your echo. It's nonsense. It'll probably scare your cat. Too. I'm sure it will. It'll just annoy your neighbors too yeah. is what it'll do. You turn that down. Yeah, it's just nonsense. You know what? You're listening through one circular speaker, folks. You're not going to get audiophile sound by adding a six-inch subwoofer. A six-inch subwoofer. I, hey, folks, it just please. Is that a real, is that a wooflet or more? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a wooflet. It's a wooflet. Yeah. yeah, folks, don't do it. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, All of right. course. You know, I might be completely wrong. I doubt it. I may be wrong, but you yeah. Know. Well, we'll we'll link to the Amazon announcement page. People can see you right. know if they think it might fit into their lifestyle. Yes, of course. I didn't realize that Alexa was a lifestyle choice now. Apparently. Oh yeah, she's mm. you know. Do you want a lot to run your life? Uh, yeah. All right. You yeah, know. Fair or are you gonna have your allegiance to the Google Assistant? Uh, Corona's still out there. You know, Siri's back in the dust, but Subway. Cortana's. Uh, I said Corona. Corona. Cortana's still. Well, I come. need a Corona right now. Yeah. Yeah. You, maybe you can get Cortana to order you up some Corona. Nice. I like that. I like the way you think, JD. With the limes, yeah. yeah. No subwoofer for me. All right. Corona for you. Yes. Google Chrome has yes, a new update that. that does the usual fix the bugs and plug the holes maintenance. Right. Uh, Google Chrome version 69 also includes such perks as the nightlight mode for easier color and brightness on the eye in the off hours. We've seen that mm. in devices yeah. Uh, yeah. there. Also has the ability to run certain Linux apps on supported devices, uh, supports dictation in any text field, and fast access to emojis because everyone needs an emergency bacon icon every <laughs> once course, in a while. Of course, of so, course. But, but lots of other things rolling down. This will have a link to the developer notes so with the rest of the features if you are a Google Chrome aficionado and of you want course. to see what all the new treats are. Yes. Also in uh, Googleish news, uh, the company's YouTube site is changing its landing pad for gamers based on its standalone uh, YouTube gaming app. Remember right. they put that out in 2015? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barely, I yes. remember, yes. Yes, the video sharing site announced a new gaming destination at youtube.com slash gaming. YouTube gaming taps many of the app's features, including the game pages for discovering stuff, super chat, and channel membership that uh, fans can show their support to their favorite creators. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, they've got a dark theme and a new live streaming platform. Uh, and they also take in a lot of community feedback. Right. Uh, each page will have personalized gaming content based on what you like to watch. And you can see the top live games and game videos based on things you subscribe to. So all of this is going to be, uh, all the gaming stuff will be in one destination here, mm -hmm. which as you can imagine, uh, with all of this going into one spot, uh, Google's going to retire the standalone gaming app in March ah, of 2019. So go. if you Plus, liked it, it's gone away. Wow, Google's getting rid of an app. Who knew? Wow. Yeah. Jeez, they very rarely do that. I know. They, they just, they go on forever. But yeah, no, no. Uh, if you are uh, pledging allegiance to the uh, YouTube uh, gaming app standalone on your device, uh, you have until March 2019. Google Reader, I still love you. I know. You miss hey, it so. Listen, I got to ask a question. Is it weird? Is it just me? But isn't it weird that people like to watch other people play video games? That's kind of weird to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe yeah, unless you're looking a, for tips thing? and how to level up or somebody who's a really hot esports person. But yeah, it's it's not my preferred entertainment. Well, the esports thing was the thing. I, I was my my kids and I were we were on vacation and we were in the hotel. We turned on the TV and they were showing an Overwatch tournament, and I was like, okay, I'm watching somebody else play a video game. Yeah, it should be me. It should be me. Yeah. I mean, I, I just find it weird. I'm not judging. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Honestly, I'm not judging. It's just I find the whole concept a little odd. Yeah. Well, you know, we come from the do-it-yourself generation. Yeah, I guess uh, so. I guess so. so. I mean, you're right, though. If it's a question of getting tips or, you know. Yeah, you're just was, seeing how a game plays out so you know what to expect. Uh, but, I mean, to me, I was watching it. It was like a fragapalooza. I, yeah. I, was, I didn't get any strategy out of this thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's even like back in the day when you would gather around a console to watch somebody, you know, really blast through Space Invaders True. and just kind of see their technique. Maybe it's something along that lines. Yeah, I guess so. That's a good point. But again, we're old. Yes, we are. Um, and finally. And finally. Old school video games can be a comfort, uh, as we know. Oh, um, nice segue there. Yes, thank you. And just as you can find old Atari, Nintendo, or Sega Genesis, uh, those flashback consoles, yes, to relieve yes. those old gaming memories, Sony is rolling something out for the PlayStation fans who first fell in love with the platform 25 years ago. 25, wow. Yes, the new PlayStation Classic is a miniature version of the console. It comes with 20 preloaded games, including Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer Type 4, Tekken wow. 3, and Wild Arms. So Tekken 3, nice. A lot of the old uh, the old standbys there. But you know I'm on Xbox now. I gave yeah, but, but you, if you ever wanted to dip back into your Sony no, past, they you can... They ticked me off. They ticked me off. Well, yeah, the, the lack yeah. of, yeah. yeah. But according to Sony, the mini console is approximately 45% smaller than the original PlayStation, and it emulates the original's look and feel with the similar controllers and packaging. This, nice. this is a total retro nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Buy. The PlayStation Classic comes with an HDMI cable to connect to a TV, a USB cable, and two controllers for local uh, multiplayer uh, for the titles that support that. It costs 100 bucks and won't be available until December the 3rd, but you can pre-order it now if you really want to get on the old uh, nostalgia bandwagon. Ah, uh, that sounds great. Yeah, if you were still in PlayStation, but you're an Xbox guy now. I'm fully Xbox. Well, you know, 25 fully years Xbox. from now, you'd be able to get the mini version of the Xbox <laughs> X1 <laughs> box box or whatever, you know, they call them. Yeah, that's true. 25 years. Yeah, and, and relive those days of now. Oh, wow. How exciting. Yes. Um, that's about all we have for the news today. For anyone out there who would like to know more, read up on the Amazon announcements, get the full rundown of the Apple stuff, you can find all that at poptechjam.com. Up next, we're going to talk about misinformation.
as we have talked about in uh, previous episodes, mm-hmm. uh, election interference, not just here in the U.S., but no. around the world, Germany, it's, France, whatever, uh, ha- has been happening uh, more frequently uh, thanks to the rise of social media right. and people believing everything that they read online oh, yeah. and that sort of thing. And uh, this this is sort of a, a tenuous year. Uh, we have the midterm elections here in the U.S. in November. I believe there's also an election in Brazil. Right. But there's elections every year. and. Of Perhaps people wanting to compromise the outcomes of them uh, through through, uh, false and uh, misleading information. But because this is such a hot topic, people are kind of rising to the challenge here. We've got less than two months before the midterm election here. Facebook has opened up its war room and let the New York Times come in and see just how they are monitoring their site closer than they ever did before in Mm. 2016 just to see uh, false stuff and knock it down before it gets too far. They're really... Making an effort, I think, you know, they had all those congressional hearings where they said they were going to, and they're putting this into action. Uh, for those who want to read the Times story on Facebook's war room, as I call it, we'll have a link to it. But um, they, they are actually opening their doors and letting people see what they're doing, mm-hmm. which is kind of a new thing. The Times itself has also started its own campaign. They have a uh, story on the website, which we will link to as well, says, if you see disinformation ahead of the midterms, we want to hear from you. So uh, this is the Times being very proactive, and and it's not certain types of misinformation. It's like if you see anything fake on either side or just completely bizarre and you want to report it, just tell us. So there, there this is an impartial service because right. there is misinformation on both sides. Of course. So, so they are jumping on it. Times journalists are asking people, if you see something like that, please take a screenshot of it and wherever you saw it. And upload it. Uh, they have a form on the website that you can upload your your screenshot that you took of the thing that looks weird. Um, a lot of this is based on social media disinformation, uh, false information being spread deliberately to confuse, mislead, or influence voters. And so they um, they give some examples of what you, what you might see that would fit that criteria, like a Facebook account spreading false information about a candidate for office, or possibly a uh, impersonation account claiming to be that candidate, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Twitter posts attempting to confuse voters, you know, as Twitter does, like posting, you know, wrong voter ID requirements. Right, or, oh, look, right, they right. moved election day to December or <laughs> stuff that people have been doing for years and years and years, but it's just a lot easier in the electronic forum. Yes, it is much easier. Yeah. Uh, they're also asking people uh, if you see Instagram and YouTube accounts that are spewing uh, propaganda or stuff that's just blatantly wrong. Also, please let them know about that. And uh, also smear campaigns, like threads getting organized Mm -hmm. on some of the more rambunctious boards like 4chan and Reddit. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you see threads just exploding there of of people spinning things, also send that in. And text messages, like saying, because we knew we talked a few weeks ago about how campaigns are using text messages to get a hold of voters, but people are also using text messages to confuse and spread lies. So. So, yeah, so just uh, screenshot that if you happen to get one. And also uh, ad campaigns that you're not quite sure where they're coming from. They're supposed to reveal who's bought the the time right. and the ad now. But, you know, if you get these sort of vague-sounding groups, you know, maybe I've never heard of yeah, this organization. The, the Americans for blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah, that, that yes. type of okay, I guess this might be the best time for us to lay down a disclaimer. I mean, we both have a connection to the New York Times. Yes. And, but I'm going to say this in all sincerity. I mean, this is something that seems to be very, very necessary in this uh, time and place. In this 
particular point in history, this is a very necessary tool yes. to have. So and the Times is I'm not the only one doing it. this. You can also report stuff you see on Facebook. Nice. Twitter's got its own reporting tools now, too. So if you primarily just use one service and you're seeing stuff, report it to that. They've got the, you know, reports of stories, fake news thing on Facebook. Go to their help pages. They have right. got tips on how you can report this. The Times is trying to do sort of an omnibus. Uh, if you mm-hmm. see anything out there, uh, let us know. Right. You can also find it on other civic-minded sites right. uh, for people who who just want to, you know, have the truth be out there. And to be blunt, there's a journalistic portion of this. I mean, there's an interest. Yeah. The Times wants to know where this is happening. Yeah. And if there's a story, they will follow yeah, up Yeah, they want to see what people course. are seeing. Yeah. The one thing they're not looking for, though, is, oh, if you see something that you just don't agree with, that Correct. doesn't really make it fake yeah, news. It's just the uh, different viewpoint. So don't send them stories or you know, news posts or whatever, mm-hmm. just because, oh, I don't like this. This is, you know, propaganda from right. that side. Right. If you don't agree with it, even though it's factual, you know, that doesn't make it fake. Facts are sometimes difficult to deal with, folks. Yeah, and they also don't want spam. Like if people are spamming you with rotocalls yeah. or, or weird emails, don't send that to them. You know, that that's just jamming the scanners there. Uh, but they've got a form where you can send tips in. Uh, the Times also has uh, for people... With news tips and stuff, they have a signal account. Mm -hmm. And the Times also, most of the major papers, I think, have tip lines now where you can submit tips uh, with encrypted chat communications. I think the Washington Post does as well. So there are ways that you can can get information to these people without uh, compromising yourself. But but, uh, if you are uh, seeing things out there and you just want to report them, if if you don't want to use the Times, report it to Facebook, report it to Twitter. Take screenshots, document what you see. Screenshot everything. Yes. And uh, yeah, and then maybe, you know, the more we know, the more we know. So <laughs> did you just did you just do a PSA? I think I did. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, it's like if you see, you know, if you see fake stuff online, just report it. So. If you see something, say something. Precisely. If you see there something, you say something. Okay. Fair, fair enough. I think New York might have taken that yeah, one already. Yeah, I think so. But, I, uh, I was claimed. But, but yes, you know, but. You know, you get the gist, people. Yeah. 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 Truth will out. So anyway, uh, we will have links uh, to these and some of the places you can report the story of misinformation on our show page at poptechjam.com. That would be it. That would be it. Okay, good. Yes. And um, that brings us to the end of another show. Oh, we got to go. That's right. We got to thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, most likely, pretty much probably. They'll build it. I'd say, yeah, they'd build it. Yeah, they'd build it for you there. And thank you, listeners. Uh, Thank you. We were off last week, so it's good to be back here. Uh, Yes, indeed. And, uh, you know, getting caught up on the tech news ourselves. Of course, so, of course. So, and, yes. being, and being underwhelmed by the iPhone. Yeah, event. yeah. You're, you're just not going to get out the credit card this year, oh, are you? Pff, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Cheese grater. That's all I'm waiting for. You know, they just... they The revenge of the cheese grater. <laughs> that's what I want. I'm getting hungry for pizza. Now, yeah, I know. We always too. do this to ourselves. We always get yeah. ourselves all riled up. Yeah, a cheese grater you can run your Google Raider on. That's all you want in life. Ah, All right, ah. so until next time when we're back with more, I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. <laughs> and I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Everyone have a lovely week. Ha, <laughs> <laughs>